sometimes you can have so much of an overgrowth of the opportunistic or the bad bacteria that it's not the proper environment for the good bacteria to even survive to survive to be able to implant to be able to thrive and reproduce so a lot of times you're taking your good bacteria or your probiotics you're taking them in vain this is episode number 314 of the Life, Strength, and Health podcast. I'm Kim and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And uh, Peace and blessings. Yes. And thank you for joining us this episode. Today, we will be talking about probiotics and why they may not be working for you. But before we dive into that, the sponsor of this episode is Wellevate. And Wellevate is an invitation-only online health dispensary where you can gain access to thousands of high quality supplements and nutraceuticals and they can be delivered right to your doorstep. To create an account, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash wellness. And if you need help setting up your account, we created a quick video for you to view and you can access that at lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash setup. Wellevate is something that we have been using for a few years with our clients and they love it because if we need to recommend a product to them, we can drop it right into their account and we can also put in their account the amount that they should be consuming if they have to alter it increase it, decrease it. Um, We can do that for them right in their back office. So make sure you create your account and you will receive 10% off of all of your orders. So just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash wellness to set up your account today. So now let's segue into the organic food for thought. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of mobility. Most people understand that physical fitness is very important, especially as you get older. It's not about being fit and trim. It's just about overall health. And one of the things that people commonly lose as they get older is their mobility because most people work at a desk or they have more of a sedentary lifestyle. When you're younger and you're a child, You can't sit still. You're outside playing, you're running, you're jumping, you're playing sports. And as you get older, most people tend to move away from this aspect of their life. And when you do that and you're sitting down all the time and you're not moving, your mobility starts to decline. Yeah, one of the things that people confuse with exercise is mobility. Exercise is important, but mobility is the most important thing because we look at children and athletes, we see them moving and we see them active, but we're just not looking at activity. We're looking at them being able to get in certain positions, being able to move in certain ranges that are very important that prevent injury. So you want to be mobile. You want your joints to be able to move through certain uh, ranges of motion. And that's going to be healthy because being active is great. But if you can't properly move through certain planes of motion, your chances of injury are still high, even though you're active. And one of the things about mobility is if you maintain it or you improve it, especially as you get older, overall, you just feel better just moving throughout your day. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll just say this one last thing. Uh, when when we exercise, uh, the longer you exercise, the better you feel. But what I notice is that when I'm actively doing mobility work, I feel a difference in a very short amount of time. Like I actually feel better quickly when I'm actively working on mobility things. So mobility really is a a very crucial key to wellness. And just having a healthy lifestyle and just feeling good in your own body. Yeah, you know, as we kind of talk this out a bit, this actually sounds like it could be a good show overall. Maybe we can get another specialist on here. We could just talk about mobility. Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So now let's segue into the episode. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about why your probiotics may not be working for you. So first, we want to start just with the basic understanding of probiotics. And probiotics is a very popular topic, or I should say it's starting to pick up steam. If you look online, health articles, a lot of branding and marketing, they talk about beneficial bacteria or probiotics. Like if you consume this product, it includes probiotics. Um, You see that more and more because it's starting to pick up more popularity. Yeah, a lot of people are are taking probiotics. I know a lot of our clients take probiotics. People that come in for the first time say that they're taking probiotics. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the reasons is because Gut health is is starting to become more popular. It's starting to move into mainstream. People are starting to understand that the key to uh, their overall vitality and optimizing their health is is through their gut. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting to make the connection that hey, maybe I need to address my gut in order to address the rest of my body. But the challenge just like we say all the time, is just that when something starts to become mainstream, it just, it it gets exploited. It gets watered down, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of half-truths. And and people don't get the opportunity to fully understand the magnitude of what something really is. Right. And I also think when things become mainstream, it's like the silver bullet effect. Like if you do this one thing, this is the solution for all your problems. But it never works that way. Right. And I'll just say this. When it comes to gut health, the most important thing is probiotics. Right. Out of everything, the most important thing is probiotics. When we're talking about optimizing your health, not necessarily rebalancing it, but when it comes to optimizing your health, probiotics I say that it's number one. I think it's the most important thing. And we're headed in the right direction in thinking about it and trying to supplement it. I get it. I understand what it is that we're trying to do, but we're missing the mark overall. And there's some reasons for that that we're definitely going to get into today. I think that this is a very important topic. And this is only the beginning of this conversation because it can get very deep, but this is the intro of that to give everyone a basic understanding of probiotics and why it's beneficial to consume them, how to consume them. I think all of those things are very important as well as 
how you have been consuming them. Have you been consuming them the best way? Are your supplements working for you, the probiotics that you're taking and why most probiotics really don't work? Probiotics are a very crucial component to overall health and it is important to have healthy gut flora. And that's one of the reasons why we specialize in that in assisting people with rebalancing their health through their gut. So just to have clarity and to make sure people understand, let's just answer the question of what are probiotics? And I think that that's a really good question to answer. When we when we say probiotics, what we're talking about really is bacteria. That's what we're talking about. Your body is made up of micro creatures or bacteria. In fact, we have more bacteria in our bodies than we do cells. Think about that. Mm -hmm. Think about the billions of cells that you have in your body. You have trillions of bacteria. Your body is made up of more bacteria than it is cells. So it's very important to understand that. And when we understand how much bacteria we have, we understand the importance of managing that bacteria. The largest portion of bacteria is actually in our guts, which right. is why when we talk about gut health, we talk about bacteria and probiotics and things like that. But people don't realize how much bacteria a healthy gut has. A healthy gut has over four pounds of good bacteria. That's how much it should have. The average right. person doesn't have that much. Right. But we're supposed to have over four pounds of healthy bacteria. And there are three different classifications of bacteria. We have essential beneficial flora. That's the, the good bacteria in our system that is responsible for so many different things. We have opportunistic flora. That flora is in small amounts. It serves a good purpose, but it should remain small. If it gets out of control, then it can begin to cause health challenges. They and then, take their opportunity. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. And then we have the bad bacteria. The bad bacteria, no matter how you slice it, it's not supposed to be there. When it's there, it causes diseases and serious health challenges. So we don't want any of the bad bacteria. So a lot of times when we talk about this bad bacteria that that we may have or that people have, we're really talking about the opportunistic uh, flora that, that um, is supposed to be more controlled. It's this ecosystem. Our, our uh, bacteria is this natural ecosystem. Like if we think about uh, the wilderness, if we think about outdoors and that ecosystem that's out there, it's the same thing internally, right? So Every uh, organism plays its role. Right. They have their function. Right. Yeah. Everything has its role and, and its amounts. So that's pretty much what probiotics are. It's bacteria in our body. And a lot of times when we talk about probiotics specifically, we're talking about the bacteria that's in our guts. So now that we have 
a basic understanding of what probiotics are, now we want to bring clarity on. So why is probiotics so important? So I think it's important to look at our body as a whole and understand that bacteria is everywhere. We have bacteria on our skin. We have bacteria on an on every surface of our bodies, on our scalps, we have bacteria in our mouth. And there's this tube that, that we call our digestive system that runs from our mouths through our entire body all the way to our rectum. And the thing is, when things go into the mouth, people consider that to be the inside of your body, but technically it isn't. It's, mm-hmm. it's a tube that runs through our bodies. So technically, the tube that runs through our body, even though it's kind of like that first layer of of entering our body, it's not really on the inside, right? right? So that is covered in the bacteria. The bacteria covers the outside of the body. So it's outside of the tube and it's inside of the tube that runs through our body. And there's a very thick layer of bacteria on this tube that is a micro world. This ecosystem runs along that tube and it is a protective barrier. It protects the inside of our body from the outside world. Well, it's supposed to protect. Exactly. It's supposed to protect, right? Mm -hmm. It protects the walls of the city. The actual wall itself, the actual tube itself is the last line of defense before something enters inside of the body. So you have all of this bacteria that is supposed to protect us, right? And this bacteria works against pathogens. So it creates things like antibiotics, antifungals, antiviral, antibacterial-like substances. It protects us from those things. And that's how powerful it is. So it's like our first line of defense. It's actually a part of our immune system in a sense. Yes. And over 80% of your immune system is in the gut. So that bacteria communicates directly with your digestive system. It keeps our pH balance in the gut at a certain uh, frequency, very a very acidic environment to prevent things from flourishing outside of our bodies technically before it, it gets inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it nourishes our gut. A lot of people don't realize that the bacteria in our gut actually manufactures vitamins mm-hmm. when it's healthy. So you're not just getting vitamins from your food. You're actually getting it from your gut bacteria when it's balanced properly. It creates B vitamins. We know that we get something like B12. We get that from bacteria. So we have to have healthy gut bacteria in order to constantly produce these vitamins. It's responsible for helping to break down and digest the nutrition in foods to be able to break it down and absorb it properly, right? So very powerful stuff when it comes to probiotics. So when your probiotics are not balanced, it's easy to understand why 
uh, we have a malfunction in our health overall. Right. And you can see how it can lead to a laundry list of health challenges and imbalances that people could be suffering from for years by them putting attention in the wrong place. Or as we're going to discuss further in this episode, trying to replenish your body with probiotics and nutrients, and it's either the wrong type or not enough, or you're just going about it in the wrong order. Right. So one of the things that we always try to do is get people to look at your body as one body. It's not isolated. We get you to look through a holistic lens when it comes to dealing with your health. So when you really think about your health, when you're trying to make a shift to a better health, when you're trying to optimize your health, when you understand the importance of the bacteria in your body, it's impossible to go on a health journey without taking that very seriously. Yes. Yeah, you have to take it very seriously and you have to be aggressive with how you're addressing your gut bacteria. Mm -hmm. So as we mentioned, your gut flora, the bacteria in your body plays a very instrumental role in your overall health. And one area that's getting more and more attention is the connection between your gut health and your brain health. Right. We call it the the gut-brain connection. In the holistic health field, we say that your gut is your second brain. Right. Right. Because it communicates, your gut communicates with your brain, your gut communicates with different areas of your body. The bacteria that is in your gut directly communicates with your brain to tell your brain what's going on. It tells your brain exactly the climate, the conditions of the ecosystem. It tells your brain what it needs. So when you have a an overgrowth, when your bacteria is overrun by the opportunistic flora, right? that's sending a false report to your brain. <laughs> and mm-hmm. your brain doesn't realize that it's a false report. It just knows. It's under attack. Yeah. It just knows what the, the information that it's receiving. Mm-hmm. So if this opportunistic bacteria takes control of the panel and it's sending a message saying, hey, we want sugar, we want cakes, right. you know, like if if it's sending that type of message, then that is what you're going to crave. Well, I should say it's not under attack. It's been hacked. Right, right, (laughs) right. It's been hacked. Right. It's been hacked. So now you're craving all of these things, even when you know, hey, I know that I shouldn't be consuming these things. I know that uh, bread, this type of bread isn't the best to have all the time. I know that these cakes and these processed foods, I know that it's not bad, but I'm craving it mm-hmm. badly and I'm going to eat it anyway. Right? right. Sometimes it's not you that's craving those things. It's the bacteria that's in your gut. It's foreign invaders that are in your gut that are craving these things and they're sending you the message to give it what it needs in order to flourish. And to survive. Right. So 
when we're able to change that environment and we're able to get the right bacteria in, you're not going to crave those things. Your body is going to ask for the things that it needs to flourish because the good bacteria doesn't thrive on processed foods and sugars and things like that. So once you get your bacteria in check, your body isn't going to, or your gut, I should say, isn't going to crave those things. So just from this brief conversation on probiotics and how crucial they are, how much of a necessity they are, and how much our body relies on our gut flora to be in the right balance, we know why people supplement them so much. You see so many companies offering probiotics, why the food industry is, um, you know, putting that as their branding and why we incorporate it in our programs because they're a necessary component to overall health. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason why yogurt is so popular. Like right. yo yogurt, you know, is, as much as animal foods have become the devil, as much as dairy has really become the, the, the devil, um, even even though the average person considers dairy to be bad, everyone actually looks at yogurt as good. Right. Right. Yogurt is considered to be a, a health food. Mm -hmm. If you go to any most of these smoothie popular, you know, smoothie restaurants as their base, they use some type of kefir mm -hmm. or, or liquid, you know, uh, yogurt or something like that mm -hmm. because it's considered to, to be healthy. Right. So everyone is looking at probiotics as a superfood in a sense. And also, if we look at antibiotics, when you have to take antibiotics, it's known now that antibiotics not only destroy the bad stuff, it also can destroy the good stuff as well. Exactly. So a lot of times people want to take probiotics to counterbalance the effects of the antibiotics. So a lot of times people will reach for for uh, probiotics because of that. So there are many reasons why people would want to supplement and use probiotics. Right. So with all these people consuming probiotics, you know, we have clients that come to us for the first time. And one of the things we ask them and discuss is what supplements are you currently taking? And a lot of times they are taking an over-the-counter probiotic. So if that was the case of just taking a probiotic, okay, that's going to rebalance your body fully, then people still would not be coming in to see us. So there's a reason why when people take their probiotic, they're still experiencing their health challenges and they're not working for them. Right. That That's a great point. As popular as probiotics are, as popular as yogurt is, right? Mm -hmm. As many people take it after they use antibiotics, they throw it at any type of gut or health challenges that they have, but people are still having these challenges despite the fact that they're taking it. Mm -hmm. So the reason that the question is, I should say, is, is why? Why aren't they working for you? So that is why we're here to talk about that, like why they're not working for you. So one of the things that we wanted to make sure 
to do was to really set the foundation of probiotics so that you can have a better understanding of what they are and why they're so crucial to your overall health. And that would help us to better dive into the topic of this episode. Right. So let's talk about your probiotic supplements and why they might not be working. So we we spoke about how much of them you actually need and how much of them your body consists of. So mm-hmm. you know that you need a lot. A we know lot. yeah, we know that it's an ecosystem of so many different strands. I mean, there are they're still being studied, you know, like we still don't know all of the bacteria that is in our gut. It hasn't even been mapped out. It is extensive. You know, I don't even know all of the bacteria. I know the important ones, but I don't know all of the bacteria. It's just a lot. So with that being said, we remember we have the classifications. We have the beneficial, we have the opportunistic, and then we have the bad Sometimes you can have so much of an overgrowth of the opportunistic or the bad bacteria that it's not the proper environment for the good bacteria to even survive, to survive, to be able to implant, to be able to thrive and reproduce. So a lot of times you're taking your good bacteria or your probiotics, you're taking them in vain, right? You're taking them more like a band-aid, like even though you're taking them and it helps a little bit when you stop taking them, like your your problems start to kind of creep back right. in a bit. You're, you're taking them more anecdotal. You're taking them like medication as opposed to adding to a bank mm-hmm. to, to replenish or to, to keep going. So a lot of times we don't have the environment to support, right? So right. we have to address the imbalance. The imbalance, if, if we have too much of the wrong bacteria, the creating balance isn't throwing the good stuff at it. Sometimes creating balance is eliminating or decreasing some of the bacteria that's already there. Exactly. So that's an important piece of the puzzle to be able to do that. And part of that, part of changing the environment is feeding your gut, the foods that it needs in order for the good bacteria to actually flourish. Right. So if you're eating a diet of processed foods and concentrated sugars, you can't think that you're just going to take a probiotic and it works. Right. Because you take that probiotic and they're going to say, I don't want to stay here. Like, <laughs> right. this, this is rough in here. I got... <laughs> Right. I'm outnumbered. I can't even work in this environment. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's doing absolutely nothing. Right. You have to create the environment. Think about think about plants. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not gonna take a pot and just dump seeds in an empty pot, or you're not gonna just dump seeds in sand, mm-hmm. you know, or or dump seeds on rocks. Right. You're going to make sure that you have the proper environment to grow what it is that you're trying to grow. Mm-hmm. So you're going to make sure you have fertile soil. You're going to make sure you have fertilizer. You're going to make sure that you're watering it. You're going to make sure that you have plant food, sunlight, 
You're going to want to have the conditions in order for it to thrive. Mm -hmm. When weeds grow, you're going to pull the weeds, right. right? You're going to cultivate and make sure that you have the proper conditions in order for your plant to grow. It's the same thing with the bacteria in your gut. If you want it to grow properly, you have to create the right conditions in order for it to flourish. So if you want your probiotics to work, that's the first thing that you have to do is create the conditions. Yes. Another thing is the potency of what it is that, that you're taking. A lot of the probiotics on the market, they're not very potent. Mm -hmm. They're actually inferior. Right. And you're taking probiotics and you think that you're populating your body with this good stuff, but it's very minimum. And it's not enough to really make an impact to the degree of what we really need in our bodies. Right. And it goes back to when things go mainstream. Companies are more concerned about getting a product on the market to capitalize on the wave, but they're not thinking about, like Jamal said, the potency or the process and them creating the product. And then when we talked about the amount of gut flora that a healthy gut will have, and you're taking just a suggested dosage, it's like you're never going to take enough or you're going to spend so much money on taking these over-the-counter supplements to try to make up for the deficit. And taking anything that's processed is not going to be as potent as getting it from a food source. Right. Think about this. is The way that we explain the abundant amount of bacteria that we need, do you really think that you're going to be able to replenish all of that by taking one capsule of your probiotic a day. And if you did, that capsule would be hundreds of dollars. <laughs> right. You know, e even the high potency, good quality supplements are still low in numbers when you think about what it is that they're trying to do. If you have the best probiotic on the market, the best one, the highest, the highest range, imagine how much you still would need in order to make a dent in the bacteria in your body in a positive way. Especially when you have an environment that is inundated with more opportunistic bacteria than the good flora. Right, because they're fighting to survive. They're fighting to, to live, mm -hmm. you know? So just think about that. So like Kim said, you're going to spend hundreds of dollars on probiotics in order to actually make a dent. Because therapeutic levels of probiotics, we're talking about very high levels of, of uh, probiotics, you know, uh, 70 billion, 100 billion. We're talking about taking those a couple of times a day, several times a day in order to begin to make a dent, you know, day after day. Like that's the amount that that you have to take. And it's just not practical Overall, people don't usually take uh, high dosage probiotics in that way. Right. And it's great that, you know, modern technology can afford us those type of products. And those are the type of probiotics that we use in our wellness center. 
But there's a time and a place when someone should consume them. Right. Like that's not something that we recommend to our client to take for the rest of their life. A lot of times it's at a certain point in their program when they're working with us that we recommend those probiotics. But it's not something that you just take like a multivitamin for the rest of your life. Right. Uh, We definitely recommend probiotics to our clients, but it's always in addition to. We're not giving it to them as the answer to rebalancing their gut. It's in addition to the other things that they're doing. And that's really important. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is a lot of these probiotics on the market, the way that they make them, it just doesn't make any sense. Like like probiotic gummies, for example. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I mean, everyone starts... If you don't know, you don't know. So that's one thing I always remember, like on my journey of starting out, you know, you're just you just want to feel better. You want to do better. But a lot of these companies out here should be ashamed of themselves because they're just setting people up because they don't know. Right. Or when it's a drink, like in a drink form that has a lot of sugar in it. So it's like, okay, you're giving yourself some good bacteria, but you're also feeding the opportunistic. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of milk based probiotic drinks full of lactose, which is a, a milk sugar. A lot of these probiotic products, just the way that they're made. It's like you're trying to give the person the benefit, but you're shooting them in the foot. It's like right. the sugar feeds the opportunistic bacteria. So it's like you're negating the benefit by taking the product. You're just wasting money. Right. Exactly. So I would say those are those are the main reasons why. And then a lot of times, a lot of times your gut could actually be so weak that your high potency probiotic that you're buying is actually too stressful for yes. for your gut. Exactly. So you're actually causing more of a of a problem than actually helping yourself. Right. You know, it could it could cause extra stress. It could cause extra fermentation, extra gas by taking these things. So you want to be mindful of what you're taking, when you're taking it, how you're taking it. All of those things are really important. Right. It's important to understand the process. And if you need more clarity to work with a qualified health practitioner to help you to bring clarity to the process and so that you could understand it. Because when you understand what you need to do and how to do it, it just takes the stress away. And I'm not saying that it makes it easier, but when you know what you need to do and why you're doing it, it empowers you. And it just shows that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Like I don't have to continue feeling this way and there's a solution for me. Right. So You're probably asking the question, well, if these aren't working for me, what is going to work? What can I be doing? And I think that that's a good question. The first thing that I want to say is we're not saying to stop taking your probiotics. Right. What we're saying is to take a more critical look at what it is that you're taking to make sure first that it's actually potent. And that it's actually a really good quality product. That's mm-hmm. the that's the first thing yes. that that you need to do, right? So 
let's make sure that you're you're having something of good quality. Yeah, you're not wasting your money. Yeah, something with multiple strands. Usually soil-based probiotics are the better ones when it comes to uh, repopulating your gut. Soil-based probiotics. So I would definitely look at those. They're shelf-stable. They don't need to be in uh, the refrigerator. You want to make sure it doesn't have a bunch of fillers in it. You want to make sure that it's high potency. And you just want to make sure that you're staying away from all of the drinks mm-hmm. and and things like that. So that that's the first thing that um that that you can do. Whatever it is that you're taking for whatever reason, just know that you're having something of good quality. All of the other things that we spoke about are the most important things. Making sure that you actually need them. Making sure that you're trying to do something to change the environment. Making sure that you're trying to do something to bring the population down of the things that aren't supposed to be there in high numbers. Right. All of those things are important first. But, you know, if you're going to take a probiotic, you want to make sure that it's of good quality. But it's also important to understand that probiotics, taking probiotics is more about supplemental. It's adding on to what you're already doing. Mm -hmm. It's not going to make a dent. It also helps to maintain you know, a healthy ecosystem already. So if you're, if your system is already relatively healthy and you're taking probiotics is going to help to maintain that. Right. Or if you have relatively healthy gut flora, it, it can give you a boost if you're already there. But if you're in bad shape, your, your gut is out of balance. It's just not going to be effective right. for you. It's time to take a different approach. Right. Well, it would be beneficial to go about it a different way. Right. The most effective thing that you can do to increase the good bacteria in your gut is through foods. Yes. That's the best way to do it. You can do it through foods in the way that you never could do uh, with supplements. In one day, you can eat more beneficial bacteria and more things to support them, more things to create an environment than your entire bottle of whatever it is that you have. Like that's how potent foods are. Yes. I think that that's such an important topic, how to eat to in a way to feed your gut. I think that that's such an important topic that we wouldn't do it any justice just throwing off a couple of foods. I mm-hmm. think that we need to do an entire show on that, mm-hmm. you know, an entire show on that. So we'll we'll save that for another show. But the foods is what's going to really optimize your bacteria in your body. I agree. That is a podcast episode that we can definitely put in the pipeline to do sometime in the near future. Right. But we're not going to leave you without at least giving you one thing that, that you could do. We won't leave you hanging like that. I think that one very potent thing that you could do for your gut is make something called kraut juice. You can uh, look up the recipe. It's easy to find. 
but kraut juice is basically fermented cabbage juice and it's easy to make. You just, you have to juice cabbage juice, uh, strain it so that uh, it's just the juice and you add a fermented veggie starter and you let that ferment for five to seven days. You could even let it go for 14 days or 21 days. And what you're going to create is this very powerful medicine for your gut. And it's going to be far more potent than buying probiotics. Right. And I just want to say, as far as the kraut juice and Jamal saying that is very, very potent, when you're consuming these type of foods, you want to slowly introduce your body to them. So just take, you know, start with a teaspoon and see how you feel and then slowly work your way up over time. Right. I would start with a teaspoon once a day. See how you feel. If it makes you a little gassy, uh, if it uh, gives you a loose stool, uh, that's just because of the potency and you don't want to increase it. You want to stay there until that balance is out a bit. And then you want to increase it to two teaspoons, like increase it by the teaspoon until you're up to a couple of tablespoons in a day. It may take you a few weeks to to get to that amount, but that's something that you can make and not spend your money on probiotics and drink kraut juice. And you're going to get far more gut flora, friendly Gut flora, powerful gut yeah, flora, beneficial gut flora mm-hmm. over uh, taking probiotics. So I think kraut juice is a really good place to start. Yes. If you take kraut juice and you get a, a reaction from it, meaning breaking out mm-hmm. or, or something like that, then that's letting you know that you have a serious overgrowth of the bad bacteria because- When you flood your body with powerful strains of good bacteria, the first thing that it does is it regulates inside of your system. Mm -hmm. It gets in there like, oh, no, you you got to go. go." Mm -hmm. And it starts killing things. (laughs) And it it, it has to leave your body in different channels. So it might be your skin, your breath. Right. You know, it wants to get it out. So mm-hmm. if you notice that it's rough for you, then that signs that you you have to get that bacteria, the bad bacteria, you have to get it or the opportunistic bacteria. You have to get that under control and you probably uh, need to go on uh, some other type of uh, program in order to do that. Right. So that is the conclusion of this episode. Hopefully you've received some value from it. The show notes page for this episode is lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 314. That's lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 314. There I will list the sponsor of the show. I'm actually going to put a link for our previous episodes on why your supplements may not be working for you. I'll put that in the show notes page as well. And also, um, we talked about gut health and that there's a process in dealing with your gut health, especially if your gut health is, you know, has progressed to a point where it's very poor or you have a lot of health challenges. This is the area that we specialize at our wellness center, life strength and health. And we work with people to 
improve and optimize their health by focusing on their gut health um, because we truly believe and understand that the true link to overall health is your gut health. So if that sounds of something of interest to you or you wanted to learn more about it, just go to our website, lifestrengthandhealth.com. And to schedule an appointment, you can do that at lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash appointment. And we work with people virtually all around the world. So thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. And until next time, live healthier. Yes, live healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings.